I'll read a poem for you. Four day in the morning. My mother grew morning glories that spilled onto the walkway toward her porch because she was a woman with land who showed as much by giving it color. She told me I could have whatever I worked for. That means she was an American. But she'd say it was because she believed in God. I am ashamed of America and confounded by God. I thank God for my citizenship in spite of the timer set on my life to write these words. I love my mother. I love black women who plant flowers as sheepish as their sons. By the time the blooms unfurl themselves for a few hours of light, the women who tend them are already at work. Blue. I'll never know who started the lie that we are lazy, but I'd love to wake that bastard up at 4 a.m. in the morning, toss him in a truck, and drive him under God past every bus stop in America to see all those black folk waiting to go work for whatever they want. A house? A boy? To keep the lawn cut? Some color in the yard? My God, we leave things green. That's so powerful. I mean, I think it really speaks to the power of poetry because it says so many things. I mean, to me, and I know to you, it's something else. Well, I, those flowers are real. I grew up with them um, in front of this area, this sort of flower bed area in front of our house um, near the porch. And they were always really interesting to me. And I never know uh, where a poem is going to go when I start a poem. So I think I just started somewhere on the, on the music of thinking about, about music, I mean literally that. The lines come to me and I write them down because they come to me as music might, like as sounds might, and I'm somehow attracted to those sounds. Much more attracted to those sounds than I am aware of what I'm saying. And after writing them down, I sort of become aware of what I'm saying as I'm writing. And uh, as I become aware of what I'm saying, I realize uh, I'm writing about my mom, uh, but not just about my mom, as you mentioned, about nation, about what it means to be a son, about race, um, about the fact of vernacular. You know, I noticed this moment in a poem where uh, in, a, in a very uh, American uh, vernacular, I write, she told me I could have whatever I worked for, which is, you know, even ending the sentence on the four seems to, you know what I mean, to point toward a certain kind of American idiom of speech. And so, and then after that, um, I say that means she was an American, which sort of doubles up at that point or triples up maybe at that point in its meaning. So that's the kind of thing that sent me toward writing the poem. There is a, a figure in this poem I've always been interested in, and it's a literal thing that I've always seen whenever I've had to, for whatever reason, be up early in the morning at four or five, you know, in the morning. There are already people on their way to work. And it is true uh, in the cities where I've lived, when I look at, um, when I'm passing, when I'm driving and I'm passing train stops or bus stops, those people who have to, who seem to need to be at work the earliest are often Black people. They're the people who um, who are doing so many things before we get to work so that all those things are already done or have already started. Uh, and so I think something about all of that just came together in this poem. 
you're listening to Stories, Poems, Music from the Creative Process. To hear our full interview with Pulitzer Prize-winning poet Jericho Brown, visit the Creative Process Arts, Culture, and Society podcast. This podcast is produced by Mia Funk with the participation of collaborating universities and students. Thanks for listening.